ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey, That's thank me. Thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how y'all doing today? Uh, surprisingly well. Not bad. Any, any fuck-ups? You guys fuck up? Do anything weird? I'm sure I did somewhere along the line. Yeah, but I'm not going to share it on air. Oh, okay. I want to tell you guys <laughs> Remind about me in the break, and I got a great story. <laughs> okay, because I want to tell you guys about a farmer in Belgium who kind of did a small fuck-up, and I thought it made me laugh. So, okay, so like I said, it's a farmer in Belgium, and he could be facing charges, in theory, because he accidentally made Belgium bigger. <laughs> uh, what? Dun, dun, he dun. made Belgium <laughs> bigger. Accidentally. Accidentally. Yes. <laughs> okay. How'd he do this, you ask? <laughs> I'd love to know. <laughs> yes, uh, he was. He did it by moving a border stone for his tractor. Like it was in the way of his tractor, so oh, he moved shit. some stone. And who knows if he knew what it was or not? But by doing that, he inadvertently made Belgium bigger and France smaller by a little bit. Oh shit! <laughs> yes. So, uh, what the hell was his tractor doing near that boulder? Anyway, like, I guess it's like near his property or whatever. And it's supposed to be some, but oh, it's like a, it's like literally okay. a stone that separates France from Belgium, and it's a two hundred year old. Border stone, and uh, yeah, it was in the way of his tractor. It wasn't marked or anything. It didn't say know. like, "Hey, don't move." First this. of all, how big was it? It's I mean, um, um, it was. God, I should have got to show you the picture. Is this a small it, stone it, that's supposed it, it to be a look huge? huge. No, it literally looked like a, maybe a one foot by one foot square thing. Okay, like, kind of like a cement block, honestly. Yeah, and it wasn't that tall. Like maybe three, like a kid size. Wasn't oh, it's like, like a little pillar. Yes, it, exactly, like a like, little pillar. Like a like a parking something or other exactly. that you see yeah, on the side of the road. Put it, like a parking thing, because it wasn't like huge, it was like a small little thing. And actually, I saw the picture, it did have, it had it said 1819 on it, because, um, <laughs> wow. So I did see that, by the way. I don't know and if it's just, anything else. And I he's don't just know. like, yeah, fuck this oh, thing. Fuck shit. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, this marked the border since uh, after the defeat of Napoleon at the Battle of Waterloo, 1819. And uh, so anyway, here's how he was discovered, which is funny too. A local amateur historian taking a walk in the forest near this village discovered about two weeks, this story's about like three weeks old at this point, so like three or four weeks old, um, he he discovered that the stone dating back to 1819 had been moved 7.5 feet, and the farmer's perimeter fence had also been shifted. So basically, maybe he did know what he was doing. <laughs> like, well, like, it, of course he did. <laughs> he just kicked that thing off, and then you tell me he built his fence. That's what it says inward? too. The farmer's perimeter fence had also been shifted. I get. I, I love him. I love. <laughs> I, I love his know. gumption. But like, but like, he's, he's claiming ignorance. Is like I said. You know, I think he just thought he was moving something and just adjusting his. Land, I guess. Sounds he, like he knew what he was doing. He moved big Belgium bigger. I don't think he knew that. He made. <laughs> I mean, you're. But you're... he encroached his fence right after he did it. That's true. Like, yeah, it's a little shame. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, right. I forgot about that fence part. Until yeah. right now. How long did it stay like that? Because obviously he moved it and then built a fence, so it had That's to be, you know, a significant amount true. of time. It wasn't Belgium like he moved been it for a while to mow the lawn <laughs> and then put it back. Like, that is true. That's hilarious. Uh, the mayor of this village. Um, he says that he he uh, thought it was funny, but uh, gently pointed out that the farmer was legally obliged to move the border stone back, and it would be best not to create a diplomatic incident. And he said, uh, the villagers are from, he says, we have no interest in expanding the town or the country. He made Belgium bigger and France smaller. It's not a good idea. <laughs> that's fucking, that's, I mean, what's going through your head when you're like, okay, I know my property borders France, and I'm in Belgium, and I know my property butts right up against there. But you know what? I'm going to go mow the lawn over there, and uh, this 
big fucking stone pillar that obviously is man-made and sits here that says 1819 on it or whatever. It was funny. I do remember. I'm going to find this article for you later on, but like, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that too. It's like 1819. And then this article I'm reading now just confirmed it. So I think it said something on it. I don't think it said like, this is the border stone between France. But it probably just said 1819. It's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> Who does that? Could have been a tombstone. Yeah, whatever. I guess a tombstone's still bad too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you too, now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking like, no one knew this because this is from 1819. This is like present day, right? So it's like, well, my grandfather moved it, you know, one mile years ago. And like, I've been taking over Belgium, growing Belgium for years. And then he finally got <laughs> yeah. caught. Like, this, this is a local historian who saw it. So maybe he's like, when I was a boy, this stone was here. How does he know? Maybe it's supposed to be like a couple feet more that way. I fucking love that theory. So they're like slowly trying to, and this finally got like, oh, oops. Oh, my, I was drinking too much. I, I didn't realize the stone. I moved Belgium. You think, like that's the gameplay is relative like his his daddy and his da- his daddy's daddy before yeah. him they're all like all right if you ever get caught son just just be ignorant and move it no back idea to no wherever idea. because at the end of the day we've gained far more land this way <laughs> exactly. than it's worth fighting i know no we've done it we've gotten away for years with it first i started with inches then i did a few feet then your your grandfather did three feet i don't know why they're irish now or whatever but they're from belgium <laughs> Uh, all right, here, I got a fun story here for you. This is a story I had for last week, but we never got to it, but it's, it's, I love it. I love the story. Ooh. It's about a uh, game show contestant in China. Oh, I remember this. I remember you. The tease. I, I mean, must say, I remember yeah. the tease. I'm just the saying tease. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So a Russian man working in China competed on a game show, and he wanted to lose. Okay. So... The show called uh, Produce Camp 2021. Produce Camp. Yeah, roughly translated. I'm sure it's a lot catchier in the native tongue. <laughs> Produce Camp. Uh, it's like American Isle, except uh, the boys compete to form a boy band. So it's just boys competing to form a boy band. Okay. Uh, okay. This Russian guy went there to help his friend who was competing, and he was acting as a translator. And people liked him. And one of the producers saw him, and uh, I believe the contestant pool was pretty low at the time. Not a lot of people trying out. So one of the producers saw him and was like, hey, you're good looking, and you speak the language. Come on, just get up on stage and try it out. Yeah. And his uh, lackadaisical attitude hit everybody the right way, and he was (laughs) voted onto the show. Oh, God. Wow. He he, 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 tried not to do it oh wow yeah he was just doing it just to mess around i'm sure get a fun drinking story out of it like i was on american idol once that sort of thing um (laughs) i like to like just lazy just like so throughout the whole thing he's begging the audience he's like "Ah, you know i really don't want to be here please vote me off i don't want to be here i don't want to do this vote me off and that just kept getting them votes. Pity to votes. Stay. <laughs> For sure. I like. I have here uh, pity, humor, hate. I don't know. I don't know what's all going on. Work. I think it's irony, really, what it is. It's like it's all. It's, it's the same thing as like when a company goes, "You should name the new flavor of chips." It's like mayonnaise flavored shoe flavor crap or something. Like that's just the internet almost trolling him. Uh huh. So he's just getting trolled like on a massive scale. Like Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you. Uh, that's why you never open the internet up to voting. Uh, it's just no. it's chaos. No. Um, so one plea. Uh, it says earlier this month, but this is an older story, so probably a month ago or so. Uh, for fans to stop voting for him drew fifty-five million views. Jesus. 
Please stop. stop. Making it the second most watched interview clip to come out of the show. That reminds me of South Park when like Cartman had that uh, amusement park and he kept telling him, like, don't show up. This is, you can't go here at all. And then it's like made everyone want to show up and then eventually he had to start paying the staff so he let like 10 people in four people in and then eventually like it opened the theme park but this whole advertising <laughs> thing was like don't show up this is only for me you can't go here and people loved it and people love it uh-huh they love to get hated on exclusive exclusive uh so are you guys wondering why he couldn't just walk off the show be like all right i'm done well i was thinking like is this like how i almost thought it was like a tongue-in-cheek like oh don't vote for me but like he's like oh i'll just write it out no he was legally obligated to stay on the show and participate in the show events. When he signed the contract over there, it, it said, you have to or see else. this through <laughs> or else you will owe a hefty fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so do you do you win money? You win the a recording band. deal to be in a boy band and shit like that's what you win. So he has to, so he's gonna basically gonna make it to the end and be in the band and then can he quit then or is it like now you're, you have to make albums? <laughs> That's like, what I wonder too. Yeah, actually the contract you're actually our slave like forever. So he appeared in ten weekly episodes. So he lasted for at least ten weekly episodes, uh, not to mention several contracted vlogs and a spinoff show. A spinoff show. Jesus. A sp- <laughs> And during all of this, it's a Big Brother scenario, too, where you're all living in the same house and being oh, recorded 24 so he, so he has to hang out with people he doesn't even like, and they're like, you don't even want to be here. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, fucking pieces of shit. And they take your cell phone away, too. And oh, you don't God. have any access to the outside world. And they beat Jesus, you every night. A, he was a prisoner. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, is that... That's fucking miserable. That's, a, that's you, yeah. You're, that's you're creating a powder keg. Yeah. Sounds Spookies. like good television. I mean, I would, I mean. Well, that's true. It really does. Yeah, it does sound like great television, actually. <laughs> Is there a link to these episodes? <laughs> so on April 18th, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce his name. Ivanovs in Ivanovs. Ivanovs. There you go. Okay. Ivanovs fan club announced they would respect. They called him Lelouch, by the way. Lelouch. Lelouch. After an uh, anime character. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, they'll respect Lelouch's choice and halt their campaign to keep voting for him. So he did not receive enough votes to make it into the final group. So he was there. He, he was started, close. He should start OnlyFans or something. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, he, he's got a this. fan club. He's got um, followers. Followers. So an OnlyFans a seems perfect. Like, yeah. why even go to Patreon? And, and the whole time, his video is like, I don't even want to do this. Uh, like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> like, over and over. <laughs> you can just whine on OnlyFans? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is OnlyFans only for boobs? I don't think so. It's for fans. Only them. <laughs> no, no haters are allowed there. <laughs> only their fans. Yeah. If you're fans of that people, you can go there. I can't imagine anybody reputable is on OnlyFans, right? You don't see... Uh, Elon Musk is probably on it. Yeah, you really think so? Yeah. yeah. Well, if he's reputable, I think he's. People know him though. Fucking. I bet you Bill Gates is on there. <laughs> Hi, this is Bill Gates OnlyFans. How you doing? Uh, Join it now for exclusive looks at Microsoft and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know my dick or something. <laughs> maybe know, maybe, maybe <laughs> a trial key here or there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Is that what Bill Gates sound like? I was thinking my name's like. You know he's like. Welcome back to Microsoft. I'm Bill Gates. 
I think Sean's a little more accurate on that. <laughs> oh, you you know him? <laughs> yeah, every time. I've seen interviews. Yeah. We've got the best computers. I'm Bill Gates. Hi. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm Wasminator from Transformers. I'm going to put 5G in your blood. Yeah, I'm so annoying. Um, I was like, I got the smooth voice of Microsoft. That sounds way better. Okay, so I want to tell you about a story that came out of Tennessee. These are like a, like kind of a small, dumb criminal story. Ooh, I like these, right? We've done these in a while. So this is about Amanda McCormick and Linda Johnson. We're shaming them. We just said their names. Boom. Shame on you guys. Anyway, McCormick and, uh, and Johnson. And, Let's and Johnson. The they're relatives. And so McCormick, she's 39. She uh, tried to pay for several gift cards with a counterfeit $1 million bill <laughs> at a Dollar General <laughs> in Knoxville, joined by 61-year-old Johnson. Now, a counterfeit? Is this just one of those supposedly counterfeit one million dollar real? Bills? I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not sure myself. Well, here's the deal. Like, I think there's a difference between counterfeits and uh, like an advertising. You know how you you see the church ones? Mm-hmm. They have on like a, mil- a million dollar bill, and it's like ah. The true money comes from God, or you know whatever the bullshit they're selling. Yeah, and that's what they give waitresses. Yeah. Stuff. So yeah. did she try to turn in one of these, or did she make and design her own million dollar bill, thinking like, oh yeah, this is yeah, it has her it has her face on it, like this is okay. <laughs> um, no, she claimed that she received the bill in the mail from church ah, from a church, but could not provide the church's information. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, uh, it's she- probably on the bill. I yeah I don't know. We'll just we'll, have you, who knows. I mean, you guys know what I'm saying with these million dollar bills. Yes. Like, no, no, I've seen them. No, yeah. like they look very convincing. Like on, but they only look usually like half of it. Like you because you put it under the yes because it's supposed to look like it's folded. right? Yeah, or like, something even more devious and douchey. And uh, so anyway, she claimed to be using this money to buy items uh, for care packages to give to the homeless, and in her cart were various items, <laughs> gift cards to various businesses as well. And uh, her relative that was uh, tagging along said she was unaware of the money at all. She was totally unaware of this going down at all. She was just tagging along for errands. So she just all of a sudden busted out this million-dollar bill at a dollar station. So why the- is she being charged? As well, well, you know what I wrote? It? I wrote, like, yeah, I write, bitch, you million-dollar hoe. You one of those dollar sponges admitted. <laughs> I-, I believe her. I'm sure just like her stupid ass. Like, oh, just, just. Well, yeah. I-, I-, I like it. I like it. Um, I'm just. You got to question a lot of sanity there. Not only are we questioning the million dollar bill, but we're questioning the change. The balls. No, the change. I know Does exactly. You really think a dollar general is going to have 999,980 <laughs> something Go dollars to the safe. change? Go to the safe. <laughs> the Santa Brothers wouldn't let me do it, so I figured you guys are the ones. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, exactly. Call your, call your boss, babe. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> You're getting robbed of this money. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. Uh, So despite the incident, uh, this incident, it's a fraud by false pretenses. Uh, The two are not arrested. Yeah. And the bill was confiscated and put into evidence. And they got a verbal no trespass warning. Yeah, okay. For both of those people. And uh, and the article went on to be like, no one knows if she knows it was actually legit or not. Probably. Hopefully she didn't think it was real. She was just trying to scam them. Otherwise she thought it was real and she's just. A special lady. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes me wonder how much meth was involved. Or or maybe not enough, I feel. Or not enough. Yeah. You, you got a level. Because she was trying to get the meth money. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, I have, so like, like her and Johnson were sitting there like, we need meth and we have, like, no one's letting the sucker dicks anymore and all that. We need something. He's like, I have a crazy idea. <laughs> I'm like, what? I have, I have a million dollar bill. <laughs> I've been saving it for hard times. Yeah, I know. Like, what? And then Johnson's just like, what? 
You've been holding on to a million dollars in that. I've been sucking dick all day. And we got $25. Uh, anyway, um, I'm sure that's not what happened. They're probably the nice ladies. I'm sorry, everybody. I also uh, have another thought about so if, if I had a million. Dick for the meth or, no. or, or, or what? Oh. Let's say I had a counterfeit bill, a $100 bill. Okay. That I wanted to give to a cashier to change out for real bills. Correct. Um, I don't think a Dollar General is my best bet. No I kidding. think those people are on their game. They're gonna they they're seeing they're used to the shady. just shade all day. I you know I'm I'm judging here, but yes. ultimately yes, what I'm comparing it to is something like a Target. Where you're running into some high schooler at the end of his shift, and it's just like, I don't give a shit. Give Here you crap. go. Correct. Like, what do I care? That's a good idea. Target the or the super old employees too. Yes, I like this. But like, I don't give a shit. I'm. <laughs> no, you got to give it to I'll a kid. I'll move a border stone. I'll do this. Fucking <laughs> million dollars. Yeah, let me go see. <laughs> um. So I guess uh, one other thing about this, it says, I guess the U.S. Department of Treasury has gotten many inquiries about uh, the one million dollar bills. That has never been produced, and they have never officially been produced. But I guess such bills were produced as a part of an art series. And while Whoa. this doesn't violate U.S. law, they are not redeemable. Now, Just how does that not violate? It's, US? A, it's art, bro. <laughs> That's like, did they? Like my OnlyFans is art. Was it a Banksy like ex federal government collab or what? Yeah, it had like the exact paper and everything, <laughs> yeah. and attributed to. I That's don't know. Funny. <laughs> Speaking of criminals, I got a uh, toy theft. Story here. Jeez. You, you're telling on me? Well, it turns out it's some, on the right. I got those G.I. Joes for you, man. It's not the one I wanted, and you know that. You're telling on me on the podcast. I'm telling on you. Wow. Uh, no, in particular, these thieves are after Legos. Ba-ba-bum. You told on me? <laughs> I got the G.I. Joe Legos for you. For, what the fuck? Again, not oh the God. ones I wanted. God. I wanted Mega Blocks. I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Lincoln Logs. Uh, French police have been investigating an international ring of toy thieves. Dun, dun, dun. I love oh, this. God, you just said toy like you say toy to it. Toy. <laughs> say the word toy again. Toy. You say it. Toy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like you said, a toy to it. Tournament. 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 Uh, no, you go. You say toy to it. So don't fucking change it for this show. <laughs> yeah, I heard you. I caught you. A tournament. A toy to it. Tournament. Toy story. It, it is. I love that movie. <laughs> It's a fucking tour. You go on a tournament. You don't go on a tournament. It's spelled tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a tournament. Like toy. Anyways. You just made like, it was like an international crime syndicate stealing toys. <laughs> <laughs> so these Lego thieves uh, have been caught. Uh, three guys stealing boxes of Legos that were going to be sold in Poland. So they broke into Ooh. this. Poland. Yeah, they broke into. Uh, oh God, I don't have the place where they broke into, but Lego um, store. It, I don't know if it was a Lego store or a toy store or like a uh, warehouse, warehouse, a yeah. distribution center or something. Like a truck, like a Vin Diesel thing. Oh, <laughs> Dom Toretto. 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 He actually didn't take part in that. Get the Legos <laughs> and the DVD players. At the end. Do you think they're using Legos to like <laughs> skewer the truck and hold the car against it? Um, so. <laughs> They're going after Lego box sets, and they're going to be selling them across the border in Poland for uh, less money. Obviously, I'll say Buko bucks. Or yeah, something. exactly. Po- like the Poland Lego underground game is insane. Well, Legos are hold the Transformer Legos. Hold the Transformer Legos. You hold it. Hold it. 
<laughs> Legos are one of the most uh, thieved items or toys because of how expensive they are, how collectible they are, and um, resellability too. Yeah, uh, just how awesome they are. Yeah, you can't track them. They're just they're just fucking boxes of toys. Mm-hmm. Like boom. Yeah, you can just break them down and throw them into your pile, and it's like oh, nothing <laughs> happens. <laughs> That was the rare Venus de Milo Lego. (laughs) No. Yeah, Lego thieves have been caught or connected with the vast underground brick railroad and have also been caught in the U.S. too. So international Lego thieves. Yeah, you got a Lego guy? I got a Lego guy. Yeah. You pay pay store prices for Legos? (laughs) I wish I knew a Lego guy. Yeah, talk to Ivan. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want? You want the robot one? Which one? Dude, that's what I say. If there's a black market for Legos, sign, sign me, me the fuck up. up. Yeah, I want into that crowd because yeah. I have like a nice little Lego collection we've we've been building up in the pandemic here. Uh-huh. And uh, goddamn, is it expensive? Like we had grand plans in the beginning, and then started buying, and it was like, oh, this is this is expensive. It's like it's, like, it's like buying a house for real. You can really buy a house with the Legos. Yeah, for sure. It reminds me of like the guy who collected the most Funko Pops. It's like I just. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I had the money, I, I can't no do it. No way. You say it's like one of the most stolen toys. I'm just trying to think what other like what else would be on that list? Would you happen to know that? I don't know. You said well, Legos one of the most or the most. One of the most. Legos are hard to duplicate. Sure, I mean you have your your knockoff Legos things. and whatnot, but uh, Lagos. I have some Lagos. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lego is known in the manufacturing world for their specifications. Mm. They are, you know, they'll... Precise. Yeah, people from NASA will go visit a factory to learn things. You know what I mean? That's how good they are. Yeah, okay. In in reality. Um, They don't fuck fuck around. Yeah, when I was going through schooling and whatnot, they were teaching us about Lego and how good they are at what they do. They're on point. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So, watch your neighbors, people, and keep your Lego close. Hold your Legos close, everybody. Dude, collectibles are hotter than ever right now. Have you heard about this? No. About uh, trading cards are more valuable now oh, than... Oh, I know the Pokemon trading card. Yeah. Like, blue Is it time to cash in on up. Yu-Gi-Oh cards? It might be. Oh, God. Might Jeez. be a time to visit uh, Frank's and ditch some stock. Although I never would want to do that. I would. They're part of my... My soul. Soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Lego thieves, look out, people. Look out, here they come. All right, so I was reading the story pretty, it was interesting. Look at this picture. Tell me what this, what are you looking at right here, guys? What is that? That is a, like, mountain lion goring a uh, an antelope or a I deer. Think, or... I don't think a mountain lion can gore anything. <laughs> well, it's sitting there on its carcass. Looking off to the right, like, hey, like a, what is like, that? Yeah. It's art, like by a, the way. It's not yeah, a real. I'm sorry, yeah, it's a art. Horde, yeah, <laughs> this is an artist rendition of. Uh, yeah. This is an art artist rendition of what they found because they're basically saying they came out with like there's a there's a new saber tooth tiger. This will be on the Instagram, by the way. If you want yes, to see that photo. we're gonna show the picture, but yeah, basically it looks like a painted saber tooth tiger type of deal. So this is a giant new species of saber tooth tiger that's in the same like family but it's bigger and it was in north america about five to nine million years ago hmm. it's a uh, latin name is i'm gonna try it only once macarados lio ishapoop <laughs> <laughs> and then the then the stone door opens and <laughs> shit and we're like let us all in thank you i think you did pretty well i thought so maybe they had it, it could have been a pup but i said poop but um anyway <laughs> so this is like one of the biggest cats ever discovered and uh Malaya Ishapoop uh, is estimated uh, 
to be um, about 604 pounds. Okay. Which is a thick kitty uh-huh. type of deal. And uh, it's an ancient relative, like I said, to the saber-toothed tiger. So the spoilers, so far they don't necessarily know if this has saber teeth. <laughs> so that's what's so funny well, about the whole thing. I, when you're showing me the rendering... And yes. then you said that, like, oh, this is supposed to be a exactly. new saber tooth tiger. It's like it's shown us from the back. Its face is mostly turned away face. from us. It's a fucking cat from the back. It's a mount. It's a furry cat. It looks like, like a mountain lion. Like cool. we first actually, because I was actually curious what you were gonna say. Because as soon as you saw you like mountain lion, I'm like, it does look like a mountain lion. It totally does. So it's like I just like the artist renditions. Like, yeah, just draw a cat. I, I just thought the artist was bad at faces. Like I was looking at the thing. I was like, yeah. But here's why I looked into this thing, because I like how, like, the title, you know, the titles always drag us into these articles, and then later on it's like, oh, you know, maybe. So yep. like, fucking asshole. But, like, still. So this thing was 604 pounds, so that's a really big cat. So to put this into perspective, so so upper arms are crucial in, in large cats for killing prey, and the largest upper arm or humerus fossil discovered in this study of these new cats is 1.4 times the size of the same bone in a modern-day lion. So it's 1.4 times Damn. bigger. So huh. so bigger, basically. So modern day lions, I think, are the biggest cat, I believe. I don't think do tigers out big. I think lions are the biggest one. Uh, I think tigers are the deadliest. Sounds about right. I'm going to say it is. Yeah, I'll check. Do a little googly something. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so these huge freaking uh, saber tooth tiger things, they were believed to routinely take down bison sized animals. And at this time, I guess rhinoc- rhinoceroses are, were abundant in these regions where they found them. So these things could have been. Taking out rhinos. Basically. Jesus. And that's what got me huh. into the story. It's like, these new lions. rhino this- skin, like, impenetrable? Well, that's why I'm still almost, like, not believing <laughs> it, which, uh, like, I wasn't sure. So I'm still, like, want to look into this more. But that's how they got me into the story. It's like, these new saber-toothed tigers that were just, like, some of the biggest cats they found could have routinely, routinely taken down, well, you know, rhinoceroses. Saber-toothed tigers have those big teeth. And maybe this guy's not as big of teeth, but... Still has something formidable to get through that tough rhino hide. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. And it, it is also, too, like, I think the teeth just weren't, like, they've only had five, like, seven specimens of these things. So I don't think they had really, like, face skulls and stuff either. It's really humorous. Like they said, they found out, it's like, their front claw, this thing was huge. And they could tell based off that how big it was. But also, it also preyed upon uh, camels and sloths that were also significantly bigger than they were today. Of course. And bisons, you know, those are big-ass things too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but who gives a shit compared to a rhino? Yeah, that's true. That's like top tier compared to the rest of this B-Squad here. Sure, I'm not going to take the B-Squad, but... No, I know for sure. And so the fact that they found some of these in North America too was kind of interesting. What happened? Uh, Did did you have a answer for the question yes oh, it's, I uh, that. I'm sorry. it's okay it's oh. a siberian tiger actually 680 pounds siberian tiger is oh, the yeah. biggest cat is the biggest cat currently yeah. um it's a national geographic said oh it, that's so awesome. i'm just curious yeah, okay cool true. Okay. yeah it just says the well, largest now i'm wondering because it's like they the largest the big cat is the si- siberian tiger okay. which can weigh an astonishing oh sorry 660 so i thought it, okay so it's the tigers the tigers are the biggest ones so let's compare this to the lions 10 feet nose to tail, it says. That's pretty well, Whatever this is has to be bigger than that, obviously, still. But, like, they compared it to lions in this. So, to be scientifically yeah. accurate, I don't know. Maybe this thing, maybe this tiger now could kick this saber-toothed tiger. But I don't think that thing could take out a rhinoceros. I don't think so. Hmm. How many pounds is that thing? Because this is 604 pounds. 660. Dude, then this thing, why is this even a big deal? It's because it's, it's, it's a new saber-toothed tiger. That's what it is. And did you say it exactly. was the biggest cat in North America? It's one of them, it said. Let's see. One of the biggest cats ever discovered. Ever discovered. Okay. All right. And yeah, it's, like mean, a new, it's like a new saber-toothed tiger. And they said they could hunt rhinoceroses, but... 
But can that can they hunt rhinoceroses? Then? I don't think so. I think Hoshan is right because it all comes down to like the fulcrum of the big teeth being able to pierce the skin. You know, and uh, like cats' mouths are so bacteria ridden that this thing would probably die after a while anyways if you bite it i don't know this is bone stuff too so for all we know like they did say like that's why they don't necessarily know about the teeth and all that stuff it's like they're just they just know it's a different cat in the, this family of saber tiger it's still cats. interesting and they were talking about like they found these big cats in all the other countries but now we have our own like big huge cat in this time or whatever that could have hunt rhinos but i guess fucking siberian tiger can hunt rhinos so who gives <laughs> a shit never said that it just said it's the <laughs> it largest totally can. it's the same it's the same <laughs> it just said it's bigger it has more it has more weight maybe the rhinos got bigger or smaller that's another thing i was wondering maybe rhinos were smaller in the past well i didn't you i didn't know rhinos existed here i think cuz look they found some in other countries too so i think it's ah, part of it like okay. they found like our version of stuff but i but I thought the same thing too. It was like rhinos. Why they even? That's why. Why they even like get me into this article? Because it's like these <laughs> saber tooth tigers hunted rhinos, and I'm like, oh, they also could have done rhinos. And but I thought the same shit instantly when I spread the the pounds. I was like, what the fuck? And like, I don't know. Because I thought rhinos were like tons. Oh yeah. That's why it still made no sense to me either. When I was like six hundred four pounds, these cats were I'm like, well, fucking two tons of rhino. Like, What's I gonna do? Like, and I don't think cats hunting packs. This is from Science Alert. I love them, but now I've realized, is this clickbait? <laughs> Did I get clickbaited? Rhinos average from 4,900 to 5,100 pounds. That's two tons. At yeah. least. <laughs> yep. What the fuck the saber tooth tiger thing? Maybe the... What are, ancient rhinos. How much... Maybe we're <laughs> ancient maybe, rhinos. Write the word ancient. <laughs> look up, look up yeah, the like, soft... Yeah, like how much... Do, and then wherever it says rhino, just write ancient in front of it. And then just see what it says. No, no, you gotta, yeah. Ancient soft-hided rhino. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No horns. Yeah. No horns. Yeah. yeah. Weak. Is that that's what it ate? Technically, there were rhinos. There's gonna they be also... subcategories. You're gonna have to look for a minute. The saber tooth tigers also hunted dragons. They're technically dragons, you know, Komodo dragons. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking. That's what they did to me, just because I literally read the whole thing. It's like they mentioned like sloths and camels, and like there were also rhinos at this time, and they could have maybe hunted them. Like rhino asterisks, and what we mean is the the, uh, the rhino squirrel. Listen, I still thought the idea was cool of like a new bigger cat and all that stuff, and like they have a new new. I keep thinking like Saber Tooth Tiger from, uh, from, from Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, a new Saber Tooth Tiger, and then the, <laughs> that's it. That's he it. was the black one, or was that the Mastodon? That, that was the Asian one. Uh, that was Mastodon. Mastodon. Yeah, okay. yeah. Come on. Uh, he picks. Yeah. Oh, he's the judge. Yes. Okay. I am going to pick from the mythical. And mystical hat, where we all where we're gonna play the better the most games now. So as you all remember, what's uh, better the most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects, then our judge puts a spin on it, and then our other two contestants debate it. So I'm picking a topic out of the magical hat now. All right, the topic is Wily Coyote versus Tricks the Rabbit. Oh shit! Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I like this. We'll find out after break what the hell I'm going to do with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's better than most, guys? So, as we said before, it's Wiley Coyote versus Trix. The Trix Rabbit, as we all know. So, the Trix Rabbit was, uh, what, an icon of uh, serial lore who was always, you know, <laughs> going after things. And then Wiley Coyote was a Looney Tunes character, was always going after the Roadrunner. I don't want to give out too many ideas for these guys, so yep. that's generally who they were. Sounds accurate. So, I'm going to give uh, Wiley Coyote to Ho-Shawn, and I'm going to okay. give the Trix Rabbit to Mr. E. Okay. But uh, Ho-Shawn is going to go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
So All I just right. want you to know that right like now. This? But here is the question. You ready for this? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the minute's going to be t- starting pretty much after this question. It's more of a scenario, as all my questions are. So here it is. Here's the scenario. You live in Los Angeles. You just stole $1 million from the mafia, and several hitmen are headed to your home. And you have to escape the city and establish a new life. Who do you call? <laughs> the Wiley Coyote? Or the Trix Rabbit. I can read it one more time because there's a lot. Please I'll do, do it one more time and then I swear to God you're going to go after this. So you live in Los Angeles. You just stole $1 million from the mafia and several hitmen are headed to your home and you have to escape the city and establish a new life. Who do you call? Wiley Coyote or the Trix Rabbit? All right. Uh, the minute is starting pretty soon. Wiley Coyote, Hoshan, are you ready to go? We're starting now. You would call Wiley Coyote because he has connections. He has connections to the Acme Company. So, you know, it, Wiley Coyote essentially has an endless stream of money somehow. He's constantly ordering things online, and they're just showing up next day. So he's got, like, the good Amazon connection. Um, so you call him for supplies. You know, you need you need a van uh, with rocket launchers on it. Uh, go to Wiley, because then you're going to get out of town in some sort of awesome van with rocket launchers and... Wiley doesn't have to drive it. You know what I mean? Or he's not going to implement it because anytime he fucks up, he that's when he's actually implementing the device. It shows up and it works great. It, it just Wiley fucks it up. Fifteen seconds. So, um, uh, you also call him because he has. Uh, I'm sure he has other connections to other characters. Like oh, uh, like you know, he probably knows uh, Michael Jordan. He probably knows uh, Bill Murray. Two, he one. probably knows. <laughs> Let me just write this down. <laughs> Mr. E, you are about to contest this. Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> ready. Starting now. Okay. So, Trix the Rabbit would obviously better be a better person. He, first of all, he's all about tricks. I would say he's the reason why we have the million dollars in the first place. Okay? He, we have way more connections than these hired hitman. First of all, he's fast. He's sneaky. He can jump super far. Wiley Coyote is all based on pursuing someone, whereas Trix is all about trying to cause some thievery and get away. Um, he's rich as fuck. He's in a he's in a, a ring of all these serial mascots that are also rich as fuck. And if he needs to, he's gonna pull these people on his team. They're gonna synergize together. We're gonna we're getting away from these hitmen. Captain Crunch is gonna fucking cast a boat at him, dude. Count Chocula is gonna show up and bite some people. They're gonna synergize. He's just he's just the tricky one. I mean, twelve he's seconds. He's cute. He's well known. And um, he's just, in the end of the day, he has way more connections because he's way more rich. Three, two, one. Okay, let me set up my 30-second one. But Whoa, my God, you guys aren't making this easy. Okay, uh, <laughs> 30 seconds rebuttal. Hoshan is about to start now. Wiley Coyote is able to paint a tunnel on the side of a wall that you can walk through, but he can't. He's going to fuck it up. So he's going to paint a door in your house to Africa, and you're going to walk out, and then all of a sudden you're out of Ten town. Ten seconds. Um, uh, oh, oh, uh, Wiley Cuddy comes with tons of folks. The whole Warner Brothers library. I'm thinking including the Animaniacs, including include everybody. One get, second. I don't... <laughs> Whoa, okay. Mr. E, go. Okay, it all comes down to... The hitman, right? And, and us getting away. So we have the faster guy. We have the guy who can jump far. Um, like I said, he's rich, dude. He has all these connections. 
Um, he, in, if I'm concerned, he would just defeat the mafia right there because he's just tricks a rabbit, dude. And he would be so sneaky that he would just pull a sheet over everyone's head. And then they'd be so confused that we'd have so much time to just jump out. I do like the doorway, though. That's a great Three, point. That's hard to fight. Two, but he's just going to jump to Africa. <laughs> Man, uh, actually going into this, I thought one stuff. <laughs> now I'm like, whoa, this was a <laughs> that was tough. That was a battle, guys. Okay, let's go to host Sean's. I needed a minute to think. Oh my god, I'm stymied. Actually, I was like, oh man, I don't know what to do. I hate this part, everyone. Mm-hmm. I hate this part of this sh- of it's this tough. game. I hate this part. Okay, so biggest right there out of the gate, uh, he has connections to the Acme Company. Props there, can't go wrong there. Like, and yeah, he basically went into like connections. He has a really good Amazon. I like connections. He has all the supplies. He has a van with a rocket launcher. Um, he has an endless stream of money. Is what he mentioned to um, the painting the tunnel and people can walk through it. That goes to Africa. <laughs> that was a good one. Amazing. Um, mentioned the Animaniacs at the last couple seconds. Not gonna lie, love Animaniacs. Um, um, other connections: Michael Jordan, Bill Murray. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, and then Trick's Rabbit, though, like, I kind of was like, Trick's Rabbit came out of there like, he's, tr- first of all, Trick's Rabbit is rich, I guess, we have no idea, we, it has more connections, he's fast, sneaky, super uh, fast, Trick's is uh, about thievery, that was cool, I like the thievery, because he's like, he's more of a thiever, rich as fuck, he has this, all the serial mascots, at his disposal. So he had Captain Crunch. He had Count Chocula available. <laughs> He's cute. There's <laughs> way more connections. So the connections says you both are saying connections. I was going to like equal that out of connections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has connections. I like Captain um, Crunch. Like he can get you away in his boat. <laughs> like, that's see, yeah, that would have been good. Um, <laughs> He's mentioned the Hitman. We have a fast guy. Jumping far. He's rich. Defeat the... Okay, yeah, defeating the mafia was a fun, was a good one too. Like he would just defeat the mafia. Like you said that the last second, I was like, God, if you had just like leaned into that shit, I don't know what that would have won. So. I was I was up against such a wall with Wiley e. Coyote doing anything successful. So I had yeah. to like, what other attributes yeah. does he have? His determination, bro. Yeah, that yeah. kind of was a good point. I'm yeah, glad you mentioned that. Like you never said he was doing anything, so you can never attack you as far as like, oh, he would fuck it up. Like this is really hard, guys. Like. <laughs> That's why we play the I game. I mean, I kind of... We both did great. I ha- I think I want to give it to Wiley I Coyote a little <laughs> nice. bit. Because of the door, no right? <laughs> just the door. And, like, I, I don't know why Michael Jordan Bill Murray made me laugh at the end. And, like, I know he went first in Acme Company. And, like... If you win and go first, that's even better props to you, man. Because yeah. that's hard. more than, like, I was more just, like... Even though I love Defeat the Mafia, I'm like, how is Trick Defeat? Like, he, like, he was such a thug in your mind. I'm like, and Wiley Coyote was more like who he really was. This is my brother. You described, like, a rich, like, Batman. Like, he's, he's, he's a serial mascot. He's, he's rich got, as fuck. Got, I guess he is. He's got millions of dollars. He'll defeat the he's mafia rich. himself. He's, he's fast. can jump. You know, like, remember, because no one said it. Tricks are for kids. You can't even get tricks. So, like, but that's my own preconceived notions. So right. Yeah, yeah. So, that was a good one. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah, nice. GG. GG. <laughs> that was hard, though. I've, I caught know. myself like getting loud at one point. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> like, like bring it down. No, that was so. Like, no, really you did so good because I. Th- oh, that was fun. I hate this game. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's awesome. No, I love it. All right. What's the most butts you've ever seen? What? At one time? <laughs> yeah. Um. The most butt. I guess technically, if you went to like a. Maybe the street fair or like a fair or something. Because in theory, oh. everyone's walk. Maybe uh, I'm you thinking know what? I'd say Comic Con because uh, we all <laughs> wear the same lines, so you always see their butts. 
Uh-huh. There's fairs all over the place. So if you see it in a big line like a Comic Con, you're always in line. You see more butts. <laughs> that's a that's a good answer. Good for you. There you go. So I have a number, a <laughs> uh, uh, thousand. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, species of marine worm has re- recently been discovered, and it has multiple butts. Hundreds of butts. <laughs> How many wow. butts does it? Have? How many butts can it butt? One worm was observed having 500 butts. Oh my god. How many dicks does it have? Well, that's a good question. I don't oh, okay. know. I don't think it reproduces that way. Oh, it just has it just butts. Just butts. <laughs> the butt so, species. Researchers uh collected specimens of Ramacillus multicadata and their host sponges from nearby Darwin, Australia. So these little tiny worms, sponge. these microscopic organisms, uh, live in a particular type of sponge off the coast of Australia. Uh, they examined it using microscopes, x-ray computed microtomography, scans, histology, and other techniques. I think you mean butt scans. Butt scans. Lots yeah. of butt scans. Yeah. yeah. They had to make sure they saw that butt. Oh, yeah. Uh, so these things start with one butt, or as science calls it, a terminal opening. So that was their that was their big term for this. And terminal I was like, "Terminal opening." Yeah, they kept referring to it as a terminal opening. Oh shit, girl! You shit with that terminal opening, <laughs> girl. <laughs> uh, then they develop multiple terminal openings, butts, and. <laughs> Is that how you level up like an anime? Like when you first start out, like Goku, uh, and then I have two butts now. <laughs> Fool, I have four butts. <laughs> how many butts does he have? <laughs> it's over nine thousand. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe this such butts exist. So, each of the animal's terminal openings form something called a stolen, and then that stolen. Grows eyes and a brain. In its butt? In these these butts. Each one of these butts <laughs> grows eyes and a brain. So how are they butts? Are they excreting something or yeah, okay. waste? Yeah. Are they like so they've they've visually seen a worm excreting out of five hundred openings at one time? Uh uh, Maybe not at the same time, I guess. Butt, but. I think no, I think each butt takes its turn pulling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one now it's your turn again. <laughs> okay. So the 500 ones. Like. They probably determine it by uh, input and output of the worm. Like if it starts with just a single butt, then it probably has an input, like a mouth. And I'll say the real question mm, is the okay. mouth. Like so maybe that is like, yeah. it must have one mouth. <laughs> so, now I'm not so sure. <laughs> at this point, it's like, yeah, it has a thousand mouths, a thousand butts, and a thousand eyes and brains. It's actually it's just, a thousand things. <laughs> it's like not, it's like so... I love like so it has to have some weird like it's actually one thing because of stuff. Nah, it's like like if you as a human being grew another butt, then another butt, done, then several other several dozen butts, butts. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually all at once they are they all started growing eyes and brains. <laughs> That's first, crazy. First of all, I'd, I'd have a problem. <laughs> and then they all split from you to begin the process again. Oh, so they all split into singular ones again. Yes. Oh, wow. These aren't butts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What makes fucking, them butts? That's how they reproduce. Like, this is like they're... <laughs> they're butts. They said they're they were butts. butts. It's all... It's butts. This is a butt headline. My saber tooth tiger are also hunting rhinoceros. <laughs> I don't care what that article said. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> now, uh, this was one of those wacky stories. It was like, 
Uh, there Animals was with a lot of butts. Let me check it out. <laughs> For sure. It was clickbait. And then I just I got enough out of it. But I was like, it was one of those stories. I was like, should I save it for next April? Like for the oh, for the nice. next April Fool's episode, I don't know. Probably not. You know, I'm gonna sweep this one. I'm assuming it's like underwater butts work different. So I think like they're not you know passing logs within these butts. I'm sure it's like a general malaise kind of just throughout all the butts. Like yeah, a, but like a cloud of something comes out of all the butts. At the end of the day, it'd be about input and output. Yeah, yeah. I, does it say anything about their mouth? Even though we're talking about their butts, I'm curious about their mouths. <laughs> like, they, they probably just filter feed, like, the whole thing, just like, you know, the whole ocean's full of just other people's shit. Like, it's all the ugh, fish fucking it, and there's shit in it. <laughs> Stay away from that shit. It's horrible. Yeah, no, it doesn't say anything about their, uh, their mouths, but at the end of the day, these things are microscopic, and uh, I'm sure this would be unfeasible on something larger, you know, so... In the microscopic world, shit well, you is weird. Expand your horizons, bruh. I mean, don't you want Star Trek? <laughs> I fuck. Exactly. Yeah, dude, Star Trek's a little it's freaking like human washed, if you ask me. As in, everything's basically a human with like a prosthetic on it. Well, even Star Trek knows that. I know. In one of the in one of the movies, like when the Klingons look at the Federation, he goes, "God, you guys are so racist." Like, <laughs> look at your society; it's all human based bullshit. It's yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all bipedal, two arms, two legs, like, you know, maybe different skin tone or something here and there, maybe a couple different ears or some ridges yeah. here and there. But you got to keep the budget dots. down. So what are you going to do? More budget. <laughs> exactly. No big deal. No big deal. Um, but yeah, no, to answer your question, I'd fucking alien. So uh, anyway, <laughs> I feel like we talked about this. That's why I wasn't sure, though, so I'm, I'm going to find out now, because okay. we, we did this... There's a story I was reading, and I was like, why does this seem familiar? But there's like an update, so it's either an update, or we talk, or we did talk about this, or whatever, so let's figure it out. Did we ever talk about stuff coming out of the Chernobyl zone, about like people making alcohol with it? Oh, yeah, it right? was a beer or something, or... I don't know, I feel like we did talk about something yeah, like this, because there's an update on this, but All right, if, if you don't know about it, because... Usually, if it's not my topic, it's yours, and then you would know about it. So you don't know about this? Atomic? I, I think we've talked about it. I feel... Okay, I'm glad you're at least saying this, because I was reading this article, and I'm like, why does it sound familiar? It's a... Uh, one of us must have talked about this in the past, but there's an update for this stuff. Okay. So, but just in case you guys have not listened to every episode, yes. well, let me just talk about it again. So, this actually... This is a story that came from 2019, that was an update. So, it's about these basically these uh, alcohol distillers in Chernobyl. And obviously Chernobyl is the nuclear power plant that melted down. You're not supposed to, you know, live there anymore. And so they made this alcohol called Atomic, and it's an alcoholic beverage made from ingredients grown in Chernobyl. And, like, it technically starts from radioactive stuff, and then through their distilling process, it gets unradioactive. Yeah, that's the part I'm concerned about. Like, I don't don't give a shit where the ingredients come from. Sure, that's exotic and fun, and things taste different in different parts of the world. But it's the radioactive part. They say it is, bro. Like, this is fucking the guys on Chernobyl. They're cool. Jeez, they're cool. They're cool. They're, yeah, they're cool, bro. Yeah, they only created Chernobyl. They're like on the edge so, of Chernobyl. Like, and as you all remember, Chernobyl, uh, there's the exclusion zone. I didn't realize this, though. It's a thousand square miles surrounding the damaged power plant. I didn't know it was a thousand miles, yeah. a square mile that huge. I mean, it makes sense. I'm just like ignorant about it. I just know it's like, yeah, a big area. But like saying the word a thousand square miles, like, whoa. And no one hmm. can, and no one can live there for twenty four thousand years. Jesus. Yeah. So that's a uh, so we have yeah. some time. Anyway, 
But I guess Chernobyl also, they somehow see upwards of 60,000 visitors a year because of, like, tourism and stuff. So anyway, this atomic stuff I mentioned is uh, grown from apples that's grown in the Ukraine Norodice district. Mm. Okay, I, I guess I'd have to say district with the with the accent. District. But, <laughs> district. <laughs> I mean, I was I was reading it. Then I was like, oh, that's just a district. Anyway, <laughs> the Norodice district, um, which <laughs> sits on the edge of the exclusion zone. So it was heavy polluted by fallout from the meltdown when it happened. And um, yeah, so they make this booze from apples, and these apples do have radiation in them. But then um, the distillation process, distillation process, still renders the final product completely radiation free. Yeah, they don't cool. go into how that happens, by the way. They just say it's once it's distilled, it's fine. It's fine. And what happens when one of those machines malfunctions one time? You're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Or you gain superpowers. <laughs> Possibly. Don't fucking knock it. It's a coin China. flip. So anyway, that's actually the original story. But here's the update. Yeah. So Atomic, the first batch of Atomic was finally completed. I think we talked about it when it was being talked about. Okay. And I would love to know what episode we talked about it, so who knows. Anyway, so, but once they completed it, all 1,500 bottles that were created were seized by the Ukrainian Secret Service agents for unknown reasons. Superpowers. Superpowers. <laughs> I love that idea. Now you're thinking. Uh, what? Read between the lines, bro. Yeah. Superpowers. For, for unknown reasons. Unknown reasons. That's like, that's as a, that, that just means superpowers. Or for like, aliens or one of the two. It's one of the Dark two. Matter. Like, there is how the pyramid's built. We don't know. Aliens. I'm looking at <laughs> your superpowers. I'm looking at your shirt, Max. Yeah. I have the perfect shirt on. I have the, like, I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Like, I have that shirt on right that now. Dude. Um, so uh, here's what one of the people from Atomic said. They said, uh, it seems they are accusing us of using forged Ukrainian excise stamps, but this doesn't make sense since the bottles are from the UK market and are clearly labeled with valid UK excise stamps. And then a lawyer said, this is a clear violation of Ukrainian law. If Atomic does not make it, the, the liquor Atomic does not make its way onto shelves, it will be the, oh, when it does, I'm sorry, that's something else. But he basically says it's a violation and he's really pissed. But, uh, if Atomic makes it to shelves, it will be the first time uh, consumer project uh, product from Chernobyl since the meltdown, if it makes it to us or anyone. Would basically. you drink it? No. No. I'd let. Uh, no, you think, think I would. Power <laughs> thing is kind of turning me on. Like it's a it's a test. Like I think maybe. I would try it. I would take that risk. Yeah, no, I, mean, I wouldn't. They're I'm saying not it's safe, but like, I, would, I would like. I wish that I, this whole article. I wish there was something like. Here's how they get rid of the radiation. They painstakingly put it through a anti-radiation field or something. Well, but why they are they even taking it? that risk? Just for that title. Like you said, the last thing that'll come from – they want I that. Think, well, That's what they're choosing. I mean, the, there's still – actually, this article mentioned there's still 10,000 people living in this region. So in theory, they're like – they're trying to maybe bring in some money or something. Gotcha. They're all, like, they're yeah. all just yeah. like can't do anything. And the first time they tried to like try and to this, make some, something out of this mess, they this like, could turn out yeah. to be something huge. Who knows? Who knows? Although, at the same I, time, okay, yeah. so playing devil's advocate, uh, we in it was either the last episode or the episode before we were talking about radioactive honey and how bees we were um, bees take pollen from flowers that uh, draw radioactive material from the ground upward into the pollen, and the bees take it and concentrate it into honey. And the radioactive. The radioactivity comes from early tests of nuclear bombs. That's all in the atmosphere, and then that random fallout went into the pollen. And um, uh, from there, you know, all honey is somewhat radioactive, but it's it's not dangerous for you. It, it's in it's within uh, standards. Going to space is probably more dangerous. For sure, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. And so, along that train of thought, 
maybe there is something to be said about their distillation process and the man-made distillation process that is happening here. Maybe, you know, it's reverse doing what the bees are doing and it's taking away the radiation and those components. I don't know. So would you drink it? I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> exactly. I have some right here. <laughs> I smuggled one out. <laughs> I need like I need to I need to I guess do my own research and it, it'd be like it had to be cleared by the FDA like wanded. Every fucking yeah. case that comes in has to be wanded for radioactivity and I don't know, man. Maybe it comes with like a strip that you dip into it, and then you like. I like that. It glows orange. You know the like, pH strip. Yeah, pH strip. You know how they do it, like a pool guy yeah. does, and you dip it in the pool, and then you compare it to the chart on the side. Like, yep, you're within you're within tolerances. You're good. What happens? You, like, if this is like you're already dead. Like, call your call your loved ones. This is like a lethal dose. Oh, crap! <laughs> I hate this job. It's just yeah, it's the darkest color ever, and it's just like call this number. Just run. Yeah, just like you're fine. Probably okay. Wouldn't drink it, but you could. Don't do it. Run, get out of there. Um, so I mean, that's basically it. Like, would you drink that stuff? I'm no. not sure if I really would. Although we've talked about a uh, fucking stranger shit on the show, right? Like, we've talked about like ways to generate power and huge mega structures in the universe. Maybe there is a way to take radiation. Roach out of milk. Something. We talked roach about roach milk. <laughs> Dick cages. I remember some of the bad ones. These are all shots, by the way. <laughs> I'm so like proud of these. Pete, uh, skinny Pete. We talked about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so proud of all of those that you mentioned because they they get brought. Roach up. milk was episode one, guys. Yeah, if you want that, with the CIA tweet was. thing or something, and yeah, I remember that. I was yeah. thinking about one the CIA the one the other that, day. I, that was, yeah, I was so too. funny. I was too because I was like freaking out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all saying is like they. I, I wish they would just go into how they did it, but maybe that's like, oh no, then we'd give out our anti-radiation secrets to the world like isn't that good like like what if there's a radiated tomatoes we can make unradiated like wouldn't you like chernobyl pasta sauce yeah superpowers it's the negative connotation the place has that i I don't think it will ever take traction ever anything that ever came from there for the rest of the world you're not gonna have any like hitler olive oil or anything (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that's exactly like a great comparison what (laughs) It's Hindenburg, just... Hindenburg Park popcorn, everyone yeah. blows up just like the Hindenburg. <laughs> come on, come you on! You gotta guys. find the right market. It, like I think beer is a good, it's a good market because you got some weird beard people out there that are like, I want the exclusive bullshit, and like I've waited in line for stuff before, so I've met these people. That being said, you're no, you are those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like how you're like I've waited in line with them, but I'm, I'm not one of them. <laughs> um, that being said, I don't know. This might be a better market. I don't think it's going to be huge, but we're talking about it's the, it. It's the same people who, like, would you eat the blowfish, or isn't that like if, they, yeah. if, the, if the chef doesn't prepare it right, you can, you can die? I guess if it was, like, if it was one of the Iron Chefs, I'd do it. If I could download a radiation detection app on my phone, I would absolutely try it. You know, given that the app said it was safe. Just like the yeah. Ghost app. The Ghost Finder app on my phone. Shoot. That's the one. Ghost Finder? I have, a, I have four apps to sell you, by the way. We're talking to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely do it if an app told me to. <laughs> yeah, not the smartest thing I've ever said. No, no, I would do it too. No, I'm laughing because I no, it is. I would do it too. All right, Mr. E, I've got a story here for you, actually. Oh, shit. Okay. So a new study published in Science Direct aims to determine whether or not cats will sit in imaginary squares. The answer is yes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 
It is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows that cats like to sit in boxes, right? They do. Right? Even it's, big ones. Yeah. So uh, some of the theories surrounding the why is um, since cats are ambush pre- predators, it could be that a box provides good cover for them. Mm. Another theory suggests that they uh, crave some sort of like physical pressure on their body. Because it reminds them of being a kid. They're lonely. Yeah, well, it, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reminds them of them being a kitten with uh, their brothers and sisters and all one big you know, pile mm. and stuff. Mm. Um, so those are the theories of why. It could be like a... I know Jackson Galaxy, the, the cat expert guy, he talks about how cats are either bush dwellers or tree dwellers. And the tree ones want to stay up top and like look at everything versus mm. the bush dwellers want to like be in a bush, maybe a box type of deal. And, like, and that's like their idea. So it could be a genetic thing too, maybe. And or just sometimes you're a tree, sometimes you're a bush. <laughs> that's, huh, that's interesting. I'm a tree. I like the tree dweller. Because like a cat owner knows like when you get a cat and you bring it home, eventually like it starts out kind of shy. But then once it comes around, the first thing it does is find the highest point in every room. Yeah. And that's because that's how they scan the room for the rest of their lives, basically, is they get that one time up there and, like, eagle's eyed. Versus some people would have a cat yeah. that, like, would, like, be, you've heard of cats that, like, they stay under the people's beds. Beds, yeah. Right? That'd yeah. be more of a bush dwelling one that's, like, oh, I, I don't have like, one of those cats. Yeah. I don't, I don't know own any animals. To have. <laughs> Besides a turtle. Besides a turtle. Yeah, he does have a turtle. <laughs> I, I inherited him, so if it doesn't feel, I, yeah. I guess I I don't own him. (laughs) Jesus, he has his own rights. I think he's older than me. I mean, it feels feels weird. Like I don't own him. I take care of him. He's like no. It's like I take care of him. I don't feel like I own him. It's not like a dog or even the cat. Like both of them are like needy creatures. Like he's like kind of he's there. I like him a lot. Don't get me wrong. Could be even love. I don't know. (laughs) So this study wanted to determine whether or not cats will sit in an optical illusion of a square. And you guys are right. Yes, they did. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they Square, did. circle, diamonds. I mean, <laughs> you name it. They'll sit in it. <laughs> um, so Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> I found this part pretty interesting. The cats, being the temperamental uh, assholes they are, make studying them in lab settings nearly impossible. Because lab settings d- um, are determined by repeatable trained behaviors mm. and training the animal to do a certain thing in order to measure whatever yeah. you're trying to measure. Right? Yeah. And cats just don't play that game. They're yeah. not about that. They really sense. aren't. Like you, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that's why, it, and I laughed when I heard this, it's like dogs have a million studies out there. It's like, well, shit. Yeah. I think I've, stu- I've covered like at least two or three yeah. on this show. Oh, Totally. I, I did one with a dog talk with the bat, remember? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. Lots Amy, of dog studies. Amy, hungry. Um, so, in order to study the cats, the researchers enlisted the help of average cat owners. So, Mr. E, you could have been a participant oh, here. Oh, man. Yeah. So, what they did was um, the owner, once they signed up, would uh, print out instructions on how to create uh, an optical illusion square. And so, what this is, is they call it, let me see here, they call it the Kanaza Illusion. Kanaza Illusion. Okay. And what it is, is um, think of Pac-Man, how he's just a circle with a pie cut out of him, a mm-hmm. pie slice. Uh, open that up till it's a right angle. You okay. know, so his mouth is really wide open. And then uh, you have four of them, and you spread them out from each other. 
and the mouths form the corners of the square. Four Pac-Mans all facing each other make a square. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yep. It does. Okay. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. Well, I really tried to like mull it over wow. since this is an audio yeah. <laughs> program. Yeah, great. I know. So uh, yeah, um, makes sense to me. It does. But I would have been like, uh, you know, stupid uh, <laughs> tape or something. Get it. <laughs> like so, I was like, yeah. So the owners were given instructions on how to produce this thing on the ground and distances and whatnot, and so they would tape those things to the ground, and then next to it. They would create just a tape square, you know, certain measurement, whatever. And then next to that, they had the control, which was the Pac-Man symbols, but facing outward. Ah, so the corners were all facing away from so each a other. Weird shape. Exactly. And um, what and they it, determined. An inferred shape, too. Isn't that like, isn't that some more like, I wonder, could even a dog realize it's like an inferred shape? Can't they see? I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, can they even see the world that way? They see weird colors and shit. Well, no, you're right. Like, yeah. it, okay. the, the whole optical illusion part is your yeah. brain infers that this is a square. Exactly. Like, it, it's that's, all about that's digitally next, hacking your brain. It's like yo. next level already. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I thought this was fun. The, the owners were given instruction, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then, uh, the owners were told to wear sunglasses and observe their cat's natural behavior. So your eyesight didn't just Give away the fact that you were monitoring them. Oh, interesting. So they could just react and do their thing. So the owners were told to wear sunglasses and observe. <laughs> I which, like that. Which, like, I don't know if your cat would notice that. Like, why is this asshole wearing sunglasses inside all of a sudden? Yeah, well, they have like, like big pupils. Like, he's in, what the hell? <laughs> like, so who knows if that? That's why they go to the they go to the box. Like something's different. <laughs> well, that's the Heisenberg principle, right? Observing it will uh, disrupt the observations. I'd assume that, like, fucking, if you're a cat owner, isn't that all you do is observe the damn thing? You're like, oh, look, he's doing now. <laughs> like, is that what you do? So he's like, why aren't you looking at me? So, uh, yeah, oh yeah. By the way, hundreds of people signed up for this study. But researchers only gathered evidence on 30 cats out of hundreds. Wow. Because maybe, let's say, uh, it's 50-50 bush dwellers and cat dwellers, or tree, tree dwellers. Yeah. So let's eliminate 50% there. You're still looking at uh, 150. Yeah. Are we saying the majority of people got lazy? Let's just cut that in half. You're still looking at more than 30 cats <laughs> right. that just, like, didn't participate and didn't give a shit. Mm. Like, I'm wondering, where where did all this Where's chaff the, go? Yeah, the data. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, there's just always an exception to all the rules, but it does seem to be, like, it does seem they like them. The boxes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you had a bet, if it sat in the taped box versus the optical illusion box... That was my question there. I didn't necessarily, like, you said you that, mean? like, so at the same time, they had, like, a, a tape box versus, like, the uh, more of an inferred box. Yes. At the same time. Next to each other. And then the control with the opposite facing pack. And then the other one. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's one of the boxes they chose, but. Right. So which one? Which I one actually would have, for some reason, out before the study, but I'm questioning myself. I would say the tape box. And I would they, say the tape box. They could be a tie, too. I would agree. I, I would say the tape box would, was what I would say. The tape box? I yeah. would agree. They sat in both equally. Oh, no. interesting. Out of 30 go. cats, maybe doing it, it once probably, or twice. It probably depends <laughs> like just what, whatever it's saw for us. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, there it is. Like, doesn't sit there and go, or should I do another one? Like, or maybe it doesn't. But I think animals are more that way. I just thought that was a fascinating study because, like, it, it first of all, it acknowledges that uh, this animal is able to uh, examine this complex shape and its brain determines what it's looking at, mm-hmm. i.e. a square. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also mentioned another study about how um, 
they the cats were tested with um there's a certain optical illusion out there where it's a bunch of repeating circles and kind of checkered marked overlapping each other and colors and blah 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 but when you look at it it seems like it's moving oh yeah you've seen they always go after it yeah and so they just plop that printed photo in front of a cat and it goes after it goes into what they called like hunting mode yeah where it's like you know, it's trying to catch something. It sees a snake. It sees something in there. Yeah, you know when you cross your eyes and you see like a 3D picture, the cats can do that too. So they just start like attacking this piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so I thought that was fun. And then I liked the idea that they finally did a study on cats. For sure. And they said this was one of the first or if not the first um, study that they've kind of outsourced to non-scientists. As in, you're not necessarily a participant in the study. You are now an observer and a measurer and a scientist yourself. You're like yeah. data points More at that or point. Less. Basically, yeah. you're just like... And then basically any data you get, you could just be like, oh, maybe let's take out 5% for you know non-correct whatever the hell. Right. So you think this may, might have been higher, this number of 30? Maybe, yeah, the 30, but you could also be like two or three fucked up. <laughs> or like pointed at plus it, or minus didn't yeah. wear the sunglasses or something so then you can really like give a definitive answer type of deal I don't know man dude what I think about cats is I feel like they would going along with this box thing is I feel like they seek out comfortable things and that's what I really like when I first discovered this about them that's what I really I used to not like them for like family reasons I had a, my family never had them for and I was told not to like them and then I discovered them and they're awesome and I don't own any but I they discovered comfortable areas like oh here's some laundry or here's this thing like they find something like man if i was a cat i would sleep there so like <laughs> I, I can like see their minds how they work i'm like damn like see they're smart like they really like oh look at this wall i guess fit right there like so they really analyze spaces so the fact they sat there and look at the boxes make a lot of sense i don't i don't mean to come off as a bigot towards cats but i mean they're shifty assholes can we all agree like they're just there's something there's something behind the eyes that's like <laughs> You just can't read. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, a dog is like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> like, happy. Got it. No, you could you could read their minds, too. But, it, like, it is, it's not as 100% as dogs. How about <laughs> that? Like, you could read a cat's mind, probably. I, I'm, like, acting like I know about them. I don't. I just watch Jackson Galaxy's thing. And so, in my mind, I'm an expert, just like I'm an expert about yachting, because I watch Below Deck. But, you know, you, you can kind of fucking, Siegfried and Roy were pretty much successful, but, you know. They weren't hundred percent successful, but like, but they're you know, eighty percent. I like I like 90. your cat mystery. I like your cat. Don't get me wrong. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, he has two actually. <laughs> well, I like the one that is yeah. friendly and comes out. Yeah, the black one. Here's the thing: I don't go searching for the other one because obviously it doesn't want to be disturbed, and right. I'm not going to stick my hand in that hornet's nest. <laughs> hey. <laughs> exactly. hey, so I wait for that cat to come up to me, sniff me, and like, all right, you're fine. Right. Yeah, she's like, nice. you're fine. Thank you. Though. Yeah. You like the hairless cats. I would love to get a hairless cat. Is it, uh, I'm like anti for some reason. <laughs> I can't do it because like dander and allergies and whatnot, but I would love a hairless cat simply because it'd be like the creepiest thing just walking around. It'd, like I've already, They still I've, have dander? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A hairless cat. Oh, uh, yeah. I've looked into it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And they always look pissed off. <laughs> oh, they they like, do. No eyebrows, and they're like, <laughs> they got rolls on their eyebrows, so it makes yeah. them look mad. They're just walking ball sacks. Although I hear I they're really it. soft, because I think there's actually a fuzz on them. Isn't there like a fuzz? I yes, actually, they like, still have a hair. I hear they're actually super soft. I don't know. They look sticky. I don't like syrup. I like syrup, but I like when it touches my hand, I'm like, I hate the substance i hate it so like the cat like 
triggers my like. Ugh. That's why I never did hair gel either. I'm like, Ooh, I don't like hair gel. You've never done hair gel or any sort of. Uh... I've done it once or twice, and I was like, I'm not into it. Like oh. even the. Because there's like gels and there's also like paste and wax and all that stuff. And like, I use wax. The whole like, every time I touch it, I'm like, I I just like go, I go like, I like almost like maybe a cat with like, you know, kitten mittens or something. Like, I just do not like it. (laughs) And my hair just cannot be tamed anyway. So, I gave it up. I gave it up a long time ago, honestly. So, when I was looking up that Atomic article, which I thought was giving me bail, uh, you know, reminiscence of something we talked about. Uh huh. This article was nice and linked me another interesting article that happened eight days ago. So mm. I don't think we've talked about this one, but it's related to the one we talked about. So again, in case you forgot, the atomic radiation Chernobyl one, rewind 10 minutes. Here we go. <laughs> so I guess there is a bottle of wine that will go on sale that spent 14 months on the International Space Station. Okay. So I want you guys to guess how much this is going to go on sale for. Do but we know how much it cost before it went up? Yes. I would. Can I know that info? <laughs> Good question, and I was going to give that to you. <laughs> that is a great question. Um, so let me give you some more information really quick. So mm-hmm. like I said before, this bottle of wine spent 14 months on the International Space Station. Um, and it, it allegedly tastes years older than it really is. Wow. I'll give you that information too. What? Because it's a placebo effect. Because <laughs> it was in space. They, ooh. Okay, so this, these wines. So actually, there were twelve bottles sent to the space station. They were Petrus two thousand Merlot, and these were actually twenty years old before they were launched up. So they're already twenty years old, and they were normally valued at uh, valued toy. Um, they were normally <laughs> valued at six thousand a piece. Oh, shit. holy shit! Yeah, that's and they're twenty years old now. Pricey man. They're 20 years old now when they went into space. Right? When they were launched, yeah. Okay. And they were they spent uh, 14 months up there. And they were worth so 6000 at release. At launch. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. <laughs> at, at space launch. Gotcha. So they okay. spent 14 months circling the, you know, the Earth, uh, being affected by, uh, let me get to the, my little article part, but like basically microgravity and space radiation. That is a thing. Fucking uh, cosmic radiation, if you will. And uh, so, first of all, and so now they return to Earth. And they are going to be auctioned off at this website, uh, Christie's Auction House. They're going to they're going to sell a single bottle of these twelve that were launched of the Petrus two thousand uh-huh. on their website. The bottle is expected to fetch blank, <laughs> and uh, it's. I'm going to tell you more about it too. Here's what it comes with. So here, so if yeah. you if you win this auction, you're going to get this bottle that was in space. It's packaged in a custom trunk. That includes a bottle of uh, the terrestrial Petrus 2000, so you can compare the space one to the real one. So you get the 6,000 bottle bonus. Hey, bonus. So that's some proof right there. And then, um, so then you can compare the, the tannin, they said. And then a corkscrew crafted from a meteorite. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> right? Okay. Fuck the wine. <laughs> like, damn, homie. Like, when they said that, I was like, what? <laughs> I don't give a shit about the wine. What the meteorite fucking corkscrew? <laughs> so anyway, okay. How much do they expect it to to fetch? And this is an auction. An auction. So we don't necessarily know it's going to be this. It could be more, but uh, this is from BBC News. So they expect it to fetch this blank amount for this wine for one normal, bottle. For one bottle that is normally six thousand yeah. dollars. And like I said, it's it orbited the Earth fourteen months in yeah. blah 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 blah. Um. I'll say 30k. 30k. 
I'm going to go closer to 80K. 80K. The answer is the bottle is expected to fetch about $1 million. Oh, my God. Uh, including why? the trunk and the corkscrew crafted from meteorite. <laughs> I think simply because what you're paying for is the cost to shoot it up there. Oh, yeah. I never took that into consideration. That is a really good point because actually this whole thing went down from a company called Space Cargo Unlimited. It's a private company that sent the bottles to the International Space Station in 2019. Oh, good. That's, very that's nice. Yeah, he does. <laughs> And so, and and the and the and the one million dollars is going to fund uh, other future space wine research. There you go. There you Why go. the fuck didn't we think of that? They didn't even shoot it off. We're they just sent up. it to someone else to shoot it I off. I know. And they made all the we money. We are fucking up, dude. We are fucking up. <laughs> um, although, yeah. <laughs> okay. I have questions about the idea that this wine tastes years older, because if it's on the International Space Station. The space station is moving much faster than we are on Earth, and uh, Einstein's law of relativity states that anything moving faster ages slower. So when you you move at the speed of light, you're not necessarily moving. You're you're mm. yeah. So, anyways, wrapping your head around that one. If it's on the <laughs> International Space Station for fourteen months, fourteen months, it should have lost time. Not not traveled back in time, but aged much slower, according to us on Earth. This article didn't go into this, but I think you're technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like I I think you do experience time slightly slower, but that's like microseconds time. Yeah, of deal. for sure, so it's some type of deal. But the idea that it tastes years older is interesting. This is what they said, and like again, this is because uh it, it um subjected to. Uncertain effects of microgravity and cosmic radiation. Uh-huh. And uh, let me tell you some more things about this, too, because uh, actually, does the space wine taste different? According to uh, 12 people who tasted it, <laughs> they said they're fucking ex- wine experts and scientists. So according to this panel, yes, it does taste different. And uh, they sipped the glass of the space wine, the Petrus 2000, alongside a glass of the regular stuff, and they detected clear differences uh, one of them said, I found there was a difference in both color and aromatics and also in taste. She added that the the space wine was a bit more evolved than the wine that had remained on Earth, and, as if it had aged an extra two to three years while in space. Bullshit! Yeah, so Sorry, some random lady Quiet, you guys! Quiet, that. you! That's the claim. Quiet, everyone! How dare you? Why? Man, wine <laughs> is so fucking dubious anyways as far as that world goes and people tasting things. Wine, and This is wine snobbery to the to the night, literally to space, right? Like, oh. So actually this company that launched the, the wine into space, they, uh, they're using that million dollars that they're expecting to get to fund uh, five more wine-related experiments in space. Wow. Including uh, the effects of microgravity on grapevine shoots. And a plan to study the fermentation process in space. Fucking, come on. <laughs> cool. Right on. Good for them. I hope they learn something useful beyond, like, how to get our astronauts drunk. Like, that's, come on, like, I don't know, we're trying to save humanity from asteroids here, and you're making booze in space. Like, I, I hope something useful comes from that. I would have fun to study, like, how do you sharpen a pencil? In space! <laughs> like, as long as you say in space, it can be whatever you want. Like, what do rocks do if you clank another rock? It's space <laughs> sold. So um, the last thing in this article that was kind of interesting is that, like, he, here's what they said. They said, uh, while scientists still don't fully understand the effects of microgravity and cosmic radiation on living things, past studies have shown the prolonged exposure to both 
can accelerate genetic changes. One example, after spending a year aboard the International Space Station, astronaut Scott Kelly showed changes in gene expression related to his immune and DNA repair systems, which lasted up to a year after his return to Earth. Uh-huh. They've always said that about the radiation in space unraveling your DNA. That's like, that's problem numero uno. That's why yeah. you cover your spaceship in poop I was saying, the on poop the way shield, to Mars. Was, we already talked about the poop shield, and we, and we talked about how they get smaller in space, right? Or No, they get taller, because they actually, their whole body just like stretches out, right? Cause yeah, spine so decompresses. now, like, your DNA is literally getting like kind of rewritten. So, I'm just saying that, because if that's doing that to a person... What's it doing to your wine, bro? Let's get some. <laughs> let's, get some let's get some weed up there, man. Fucking, this is literally space weed, bro. How much do you think space weed would go for? I got some Chernobyl weed for you, man. This shit was grown in Chernobyl, but like the way I grow it, and it's all the radiation's gone, man. <laughs> like it's fine. Yes, yeah, like, do you believe man. that claim? No, never. Yeah, man. I don't come care on. who says it. Wow, <laughs> man. All right, well, thank you for joining us. That was a good episode. Hope you guys had fun. Yes. Yes. I could not agree more. Yes. Could, could you? I am well. Captain. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.